When life gives you lemon, what do you do? Is life a journey or a destination? Stay tuned for an inspiring show with our amazing guest, Dr. Shemim Sadiq. Stay tuned for more Welcome to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Ria. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Show. I am your host and executive producer, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. I hope everybody is having an amazing, wonderful day. It's an amazing day here in my neck of the woods, and I hope you are enjoying yours as well. So we continue to position ourselves and our business for success in this year, 2016. And we also have something exciting here on your Life Now radio show. We are celebrating five years on the air. So congratulations to us for continue to really do our best to bring you a great information, helpful tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And today it is my pleasure to bring back my first guest on the air, Dr. Shamim Sudi. Just a quick intro. I am the founder and a CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and a PR company. And this show, like we said before, we try to bring you a lot of great, helpful information and tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And today, we're going to help you manage your life at its best. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we bring on our amazing guest. Dr. Shamim Sadiq. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for being here. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. A lot of people ask us, what is it that we exactly do at Your Life Now? So I'm going to just give you a quick um, intro on us and what I do myself um, as a CEO of Your Life Now. As an executive coaching, marketing, and PR company, we provide solutions to small to medium-sized businesses also to entrepreneurs and startups. We focus on how to build a team that can help you build a successful business, whether it's a startup or an existing business that needs nourishing. And with helping you build your team through our leadership coaching, we create the basic foundation for your success in business. We also work directly with the business owner to help them manage their business, help them with their strategic planning. We offer a continued service through that. We also partner with other leaders in the industry 
to help us provide solutions for you and for your business. We customize the services that we offer based on your need, on your specific needs. We provide solutions. Therefore, the simplest way to describe what we do, we are solution providers for small to medium-sized business and also startup. So if you'd like to schedule an intro meeting so we can get to know each other over the phone, if you are local, I welcome you to contact me directly and meet up for coffee or something. But if you'd like to schedule, whether a phone call meeting or in person, I invite you to go to my online calendar at meetme.so forward slash coachria. That's www.meetme.so forward slash coachria, one word. You can also request some more information by going to yourlifenow.info and send us a request contact. I am so excited about today's show because I have a great friend here who did me the honor of being my first guest on the show five years ago. She is a physician by profession, a mother, a sister, a great friend, and a seeker of true purpose of life. It is my pleasure to introduce you again to our amazing guest, Dr. Shamim Sadiq. Dr. Shamim continued to work on balancing her life by giving her profession her best and her journey in life its best. Dr. Shamim is an author. She had authored two books. The first time she came on the show, we talked about her book, Aim Vertically, Not Horizontally. And she has since then have published another book, Background Music, Sometimes High, Sometimes Low, Sometimes Just Perfect. Dr. Shamim, experience of being a physician had taught her to deal with all kind of music in life, the good, bad, the uncertain, the painful encounters, sometimes no closures, and sometimes dealing with death. All this had made her appreciate life more, what her life has to offer, while remaining present in this moment, and try to incorporate all the tunes and turn it into a beautiful piece of art called life. It is my pleasure to have her back on the show and help us celebrate our five years on the air. Welcome, Dr. Sadiq. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Good morning, Ria. Good morning, everybody. It's my pleasure to come back. I mean, it's amazing. You've done a commendable job. Five years already? I can't believe it. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's a beautiful journey you've, you've accomplished. Oh, I, I thank you. Well, you led the way. You were my first guest. You know, I came to well, you and I asked you, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was inspired. I had this moment that I felt like I the, the urge to, to share and, and, and to inspire people and to teach them there's other ways, there's other choices, and pick and choose the ones that work for you. And you helped me launch it. So I thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I happen to be the lucky first person, so I think it was equally good for me, too. <laughs> I know, right? I, I think it's, it's it's a great thing for all of us, so it's a, it's a win-win. Life, really, honestly, bring a great thing, so I love your new book, my goodness. So, of course, I didn't get a chance to go through it um, completely, but it's, it's a combination of a lot of different poems, but the whole message about, you know, um, life, you and I, we talked off the air yesterday 
a little bit about, you know, how life, you know, throws at us a lot of different things, right? And, uh, um, you know, the, the whole, I don't know if you caught the beginning of, of my slogan, what I said in the, in the beginning of the show, I said, when life gives you lemon, what do you do, right? And uh, so life gives you lemon, but it also gives you sugar, and it gives you a lot of different ingredients to make something sweet, right? So, you know, if we want to focus on the lemon, it's going to be sour. And if we want to focus on the sugar, you know, I mean, realistically, things have to be balanced. So I think, you know, there is always opposite of everything. Um, and the way your book, uh, Background Music, is, is, is really taking a look at everything, right? You took a look, you know, because you have gone through some adversity in, in, a, in a past few years. And uh, um, just the fact, I was since then, since our yesterday's conversation, it's amazing, you know, how things work for the different, you know, in a way that so you can learn something new, right? So we are here today talking again because there was something need to be learned since yesterday for me on my end about, you know, your journey and what you have been doing. And I'm hoping that our listeners can get something really positive on this and realize there is choices in life. And there is the good, and there is the not so good. And uh, if we focus on the things that are negative and the things that are not so good in our life, we tend to stay longer in that cycle where we realize the journey, the life is a journey, like you said, and not a destination. Like we, you know, we really have to look at the, you know, the whole big picture and see where we can, you know, turn lemon into a sweet lemonade drink or whatever it is of your choice that makes you feel good when you are, you know, drinking it, right? Which is life, I call it. So welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, you know, so, you know, one of the things that I was reading, it was in the beginning of the book, you said something about the fact that you're looking through the windows and all you see is the snow, right? And I know you and I, we live in a, I live in the Northeast, and you live in in, uh, in the Chicago area. So I used to live in Wisconsin, so I know how cold can be in the winter. And the reason we I want to bring this up because we can relate to things, right? So it's it's our brain always focus on something that we can measure, measurable, right? So if you can measure something to something that how it makes you feel. So we know in the winter, you know, for me, like, you know, I, I'm a sunshine girl. I love the sun. I love being out. I love the freedom. I love to be able to enjoy, you know, the beauty of life. But the beauty of life, which is really interesting about winter, and, you know, we focus, we've been focusing on spring in the past couple months, I mean, couple episodes, um, because spring is, is, is a start of a new life, right? It's, a, it, it's, it's rebirthing of life. Um, the things that seemed like completely dead, it comes back to life. And it just seems like, you know, no matter how dark, no matter how cold, no matter how, you know, we feel on the inside at that moment, realizing this is just, you know, that moment. And then, you know what, there is the next moment. And there is a better moment. And there is you know, spring going to come and the summer is going to come and then they're fall followed by the moment where you have to slow down and, re, you know, regroup and bring back, you know, um, life again. If that makes any sense, because, you know, we've been trying to spring into action, right? So this is, this is the, you know, the, the segment that we, you know, I started a few weeks now. Um, you know, my focus is businesses now and I work directly with, you know, small to medium sized businesses, but I want everybody to really try to think about how they can position themselves 
in life for success, you know? So what is it that you need to do? So I'm going to turn it over to you. You are a professional. You are a physician, you know, by, by profession. You are a mother. You are a sister. You are a great friend. You are my great friend. You are a great friend to someone else. You wear, wear so many hats. And when you wear those hats and you're going through the journey of life, you have, you're going to encounter a different thing. And you might find yourself, you're wearing a hat at that time that really requires for you to be, you know, wearing something else, right? So what, what really been happening with you? How do you manage your life the way it is when it throws at you the lemon, when it throws at you these roadblocks or it throws at you something? Tell us what has been happening since the five years with you. <laughs> well, Ria, um, my, my mantra, like you, uh, I've always mentioned, is that life is a journey. It's not a destination. Um, I hope you can recall several years ago you approached me and you said, can you come on this show? And even though we tried to set it up, but for some reason it didn't pan out. And that, that connection was missing. That sincerity was missing. And I realized I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to speak what my heart totally believed in because I had a cloud of whatever hurdles were in my life at that time that it would be false for for me to give you an impression that I'm doing great and life is great, which it wasn't because this is truly a motivational uh, speech. So as much as I wanted to believe in it, I mean, taking that into perspective... Yes, I wasn't feeling it, so I thought I'd be lying to you if I tell you that, oh, life is great, do this, do this. I was still trying to figure out that that journey in my life. and But, you know, at that moment, maybe I was overwhelmed enough that I, I didn't have clarity or vision, but the mantra in the back of my mind kept reiterating it that life is a journey. You go through different phases of life. You go through ups, you go through downs, you go through pain, you go through joy. You just have to keep marching along. And that's what I did. Whatever obstacles were in my life for whatever reason, I just continued to march along till I crossed that crossroad of my life. And I think now looking back at it, I'm at a better pace in my life. I have more clarity of vision. I've survived those obstacles. I've overcome those demons or whatever you call them. And I have shed a lot of that emotional baggage that I am at a very, very happy place, a peaceful place, contented place where I can give you better clarity of my vision about life than what I would have been able to give you three years ago. And so, again, um, I can't live in the past and say, oh, my God, that was a painful phase. Yes, it was. It's behind me. But I'm here today with you, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm speaking from my heart, and that feels great that I am able to convey what I am feeling right now without putting a cover-up on it and saying, oh, life is good. No, unfortunately. Yes. You know what? What you said, and and, and thank you, that I want you to be speaking from your heart because we do want to speak from the heart here. And even though here on the show we try to make sure we only share something positive because I, I truly do believe if we're not part of the solution, we are part of the problem. So, you know, the, the, the whole thing, like you said, everything lined up for a reason, right? So when it didn't work out the first time, you and I, to talk, because you said you weren't ready. And maybe I wasn't ready, too. And you know what? And, and like today we're speaking, and we did try to make this arrangement. Actually, we were going to do a live show, 
you know, for this week, uh, and this is going to be, you know, obviously aired next week because we were, I was not ready. Well, I mean, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready as a, as a host and as a producer of the show, but I didn't, it was something missing. And I think, you know what, and, and this is what my point is, like, it was so funny that it's not funny, but it was really interesting since yesterday's conversation, you and I, I found out more things that I wanted to talk to you about that I wasn't able to talk to you about yesterday because I didn't have that information that I wanted to, you know, bring up. And, and the reason I'm saying this, first of all, um, when, when we go through life and, and we are going through this journey, there's so many things happen. And like, you know, like you said, the ups and down, you know, there's this, this, the sweet, there's the loud music and there's the, 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 soft, the, the soft music and there's the music that we can hear and, and, you know, and life's just kind of like, you know, up and down, noise, this and this and that. But in the same time, we need to keep going, right? So we need to keep going in, on this journey called life. And what my goal, you know, obviously my intention of, 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 of hosting the show, it's never changed since the day one which has really inspired people to really take a, a look at the big picture, right? And, and, and start to make your route based on what that picture would look like when you build it. You know what I mean? If you step out and you look at it on the outside, from, from the outside, you'll see a whole new perspective, perception, right? New perspective on what life is about and where the journey is going. And you realize, you know what? There might be some obstacles here, might be a roadblock in here, but if I can navigate through this, I'm going to be able to keep continue on that journey. And your present has been very influential for me because you are truly a, a, a true spiritual person in a sense of meaning, like you really connected with yourself on the inside. And you realize we are human after all. You know, we are human with, you know, I mean, just being a human comes with a lot of, you know, imperfection and you know i mean even though i'm I'm one of those people who always seeking you know to do best and to be like you know to reach for that perfect whatever max right but you might not be there you might not be that hundred percent perfect but you seeking you going up you moving forward you i mean i'm still trying to decide what would be the title of this show for, for this episode but you know what when it is aired it will be just exactly what it's supposed to be with the message that we need to keep moving forward. We need to go navigate through these blocks and obstacles in our life. And we need to figure out what is it that we need to learn from this and how can we manage it and what we, you know, what we learn from it. And when you did your book, when you did the second book, background music, what was your intention? What was the message? What were you thinking of when you when you published that book because I know at that time you were going through some some tough time. Um, um, you're right, Ria. I think the reason I chose that title is again sorting out what I could uh, work on, what I could learn to let go, uh, what what things I needed to enable, what things I needed to disable, and what things I needed to carry forward, and what baggage I needed to shed. And um, you're right, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey. I mean, we all have our own struggles in different ways. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes people don't have enough resources to overcome them. Mm. But the biggest resource that can work in your favor is your mind. It's programming right. your mind. And mm. 
as a physician, I can tell you, they say it takes 21 days to rewire the thought process. So, of course, even though I was going through the process, I started this habit of rewiring some of my thought process. There was this journey where I was going through, where I started off with, I, I can't do it. I don't think I can do it. I don't want to do it. Uh, you know, uh, it came to a point that, okay, I guess I have to do it. I'll try to do it and see what happens. And before I knew, I had rewired my brain to from can I do it to I can do it. And now looking back at the top of the ladder, I can say I did it. And it was it was the mind reprogramming. Of course, a lot of external factors, support from family, friends, external factors, letting go of uh, negativity from my life, shedding, trying to shed the baggage. It's, it's a whole package where you enable some behavior, behaviors, you let go of some behaviors, you learn the thought of detachment, you, uh, you, you process on it every single day till your mind gets so programmed that you realize that what was inevitable, you, you couldn't even possibly dream of doing it, has suddenly become possible. And that's, that's where your thought process is your biggest friend. If you use it in a wise way, it will take you to a better place than you think you really are in. And that's, that's how I, I crossed my journey. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm taking notes as we're speaking again. You know, I always do that. Um, but what you did, you pulled your resources together. Because um, I know for a fact, I mean, it's, 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 it's never like that easy, right? Um, our mind, I've been studying, you know, um, uh, the, I mean, I'm, I'm a practitioner, NLP practitioner, I'm also certified as a self-talk trainer. The mind is very powerful. And, and, and our mind been trained for so many, for as long as you've been alive, right? You were programmed to think in a certain way, to feel a certain way about certain things. Um, and, and it's just automatic. Everything just becomes automatic. So the, the break the breakthrough is that 21 days, like you said, where if you actually can hold yourself accountable and responsible for your own self to actually try to reprogram or create some new thoughts and new habits of way of handling things for 21 days and repeatedly do the same thing over and over for 21 days, you will have that embedded into your mind because I mean the, the the truth I mean you know throughout my coaching and, and and training that I have done and in public speaking I know people are just we all comfortable this is part of who we are as a human being we program we think we have all the information God bless him bless his soul Dr. Wayne Dyer I remember attending one of his seminar here in New York City and he said something to me and it's just kind of like psh, clicked right into my mind because it's really true um, he said to the fact, he was making a joke, he said, you know, when our kids are born, right, we look up to the sky, to the universe, and we say to God, he's like, hey, God, thank you so much for my kids. I'll take over from here. And what do we do? We mess them up. Did you know, in fact, how many times by the age of 18 we've been hurt and told no? 180,000 times we were told no and we can't, basically. So when you have that kind of information embedded in your mind where you feel you cannot do anything else beside the program that is running in your – because think about it as a computer. I always think about, you know, trying to put science and, 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 and you know, common sense into a place for us to understand, right? If you think about it as a computer, 
computer runs on programs, right? So when you're working, you're just like trusting in these programs. It just knows what it's doing, right? And you just function from those programs, the computer functioning from those programs. The minute your computer crash, what do you do? Do you continue using the same program? No. Mm. Obviously, something is wrong with the programs that you have, so you start to replace those programs. But replacing those programs that been in with you since the day or even before you were born, they're not that simple. But what is simple is, is taking that step forward, taking the initiative to actually want something different, that to know there is other ways, there is other choices. I can change that. I mean, I mentioned to you off the air, so we old, people say, you know, you can't teach someone old a new thing, right? Because, listen, they're old, right? So they're not going to learn something new. And I, I use my mom as an example to prove that the statement is absolutely 100% or 150% wrong. You can teach anyone at any age, at any level of education in new things and teach them a new way of thinking, of learning, of wanting to actually better things for themselves. So my mom... You know, she's learning to be on her own. She's learning to be independent. She wants to learn. She wants to speak. She wants to take courses. She wants to do this. She wants to do that. Because now she realized she cannot no longer rely on just what she had before. She needs to bring in something better and bigger to help her through the journey in her, in her life. So um, you as a profession, professional, you understand this very well, but what I just, I'm trying to get, like, to our listener to really realize that, yes, you know, it sounds so easy to say just fix it by doing something different, but doing something different is what makes it, you know, it's taking that step forward. It's, it's just really, it's, that's the only one thing that you have to really be focused on. It's taking that step forward. What do you think about that? I think uh, that's an amazing um, concept, and uh, if we apply it in our daily life, I think everybody has the power to change his thought process, no matter what the external circumstances are. And I totally agree with you. You know, your mom, her limitations probably are different. She may have been, her mind may have been programmed a certain way. She followed a certain path all her life. But uh, to change and take a different path, it might be hard for her, but it's not impossible. I think the biggest uh, biggest um, uh, drawback or an obstacle for change is when we offer resistance. Anytime we offer a resistance, we are um, we are creating um, the 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 viciousness of the obstacle, which will make it more difficult. That it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. So I think the first step is chopping off that I can't do it. And if you can't replace it with I did it right away, just say replace it with let me try. I'm trying. Let right. me see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. like I said, it's a process. You you're not you're not waiting for overnight miracles. You're not waiting for overnight journeys. You and on your way when you have baggage wearing you down, some you just have to shrug off from your shoulders, some you literally have to kick out of your body or your circumstances, and some you have to gently make them numb and tell them to settle down because you're on a different path and hopefully this baggage will not belong there because it's wearing you down. It's not, uh, it's not taking you where you're supposed to be. 
And uh, if you keep reiterating that every single day, you'll realize that the baggage will become less, the demons will become less, the fears will become less, and you will be able to take much faster steps. What you thought you couldn't accomplish in like a year, you'll realize you've accomplished it in a month or two because you let go of that uh, those, those resistances that were preventing you from taking those steps forward. And that, again, my friend, you have to reiterate that all in your mind. Yes, there are some limitations which make it harder for us, but if you, if you start that process, trust me, it becomes a lot easier. And that's what I keep telling my friends, my family, my uh, people who love reading my books, that keep moving forward. It's a starting point, though, right? You keep saying that, and I I mentioned it, too. It's the starting point. That is the most important. You can start at any, wherever you are, wherever you are, you can start from the place that you are right now. Absolutely. There is no end point or beginning point. I mean, if you're in the middle of the turmoil, that can be your first step towards finding closure for that Mm -hmm. turmoil. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't, it, you can't say, oh, that's it, I'm doomed for life. This is the end of my journey. Because journey will never end till the day you die. So you will face all kinds of music in your life. Like I mentioned in my book, background music, sometimes high, sometimes low, sometimes perfect. So you deal with it as it comes. There'll be days where you'll be enjoying that music in your life, and then there'll be days you will not. But some days, it'll be just perfect. So you just have to take it as you move on with life, with an attitude that I'm going to deal with life as it comes. And keep, keep, keep repeating that mantra in your life, and you will be able to handle life. You know, I, I think about this because I'm always, you know, like, again, I'm always provoking even my own thinking. You know, I'm like, what, what, what's going on and why is this? And asking questions and, and figuring it out. Because, I mean, the minute you start to question things, I believe you are on, way, on your way to find a solution. Because when you accept things just the way they are, you become who you are, right? I mean, you're just like, you know, I mean, it's like that's it. That's, I mean, how many times you hear people say, well, this is life. You live and you die, right? Or something to that extent. It just, I think it's, I think it's, no, I was just thinking because, I mean, you know, we did briefly talk about this yesterday when I just think, you know, when I was thinking about like, you know, um, you mentioned something and I know you, you know, because a lot of time we don't really, I mean, I know myself, I mean, like now I'm a little bit more deliberate about what I say, you know, to, to really pay attention to the things that are coming out of my mouth, because again, what we say in, what we believe in, right? So like when people say like, you know, choose your battles, right? Why does it have to be battles? Why is the choices have to be between what battles do I want to take? Instead of saying what choices can I take to change my current situation? Does that make any sense? Like, I mean, I, I always say it's like, why do we reach for something that is easier? Because, again, we did mention that. And, you know, as a, as a coach, of course, I'm always, you know, analyzing things. So, so you know, I mean, we always take the the easy way out because it's our comfort zone when we are comfortable we don't have to do too much work right and i'm a i'm a big believer nothing happened without taking action nothing happened without taking action you can sit and just wish for the stars but you're going to still be where you are because you're not doing anything to to get you know, to, to, to follow through and say, yes, I will reach for the star because at least I'll be among the star, even if I didn't get to the star, right? 
That's right. I think the biggest biggest obstacle for anybody is living in the comfort zone. Uh, fear of unknown keeps you from taking that step forward. You're better off in your painful zone than going exploring your territory where you would have a better opportunity than what you're stuck in. But I think that's where the comfort zone sometimes can be painful and makes us take wrong detours in life. And then we have, we again, like I said, we get lost in that vicious circle which becomes hard to get out of. What people need to understand, what I learned the hard way, is that it's it's a journey again. There'll be good days, there'll be bad days, but they'll be followed by good days again. So it's a process. Don't stay stuck in that comfort zone thinking that, okay, you know what, this is how it's supposed to be. I can't change it. No, you can change it. You just have to step out of it. You have to give yourself that extra nudge that there's something good out out of this comfort zone. And if you keep believing in it, you will get out of that comfort zone, which in retrospect you'll realize, really, was it a comfort zone? No, it wasn't. It was just my fear of unknown that stopped me from exactly. taking a step forward. Beautifully said. The, 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 the fear of the unknown. I mean, how many times you hear people like pretty much living in the future where it's not there, right? It's, that's the unknown, right? So they fear it. They fear it because they think it might happen, but it hasn't happened. So what they do, they create it. They created everything in their head from their mind. But what I heard you say, and, 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 and again, I'm, 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 I'm making these comments here because I just wanted to, like, you know, um, basically just address how we can get out of those kind of like traps, I call them. Like when you said, when we, you learn the hard way, right? So most of us, we, it's all about knowledge, right? It's all about learning. It's all about, you know, getting the resources, making sure that you have enough information about whatever it is. But I'm thinking, you know, instead of us learning the hard way, what can we learn the easier way, right? So you are in a hard time. I mean, does that make any sense? Because I'm thinking like, you know, it's just the simple things of just a switching words or even thinking because those words are going to make you think, oh, you know, I'm learn- I learned the hard way. I know. And I have. I've learned a lot of hard ways because I didn't know any easier way. So all I'm just saying here, in 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 when you feel that you have to learn the hard way to get to a better place, realize that you need to learn something from that. And so next time you'll find the easier way, not the hard way. So when you're learning, you're learning the easier way throughout your journey. Does that make any sense? That's right. Again, that's that's how you'll program your mind because previously your mind was set and programmed in a certain way, but once you've taken a different direction and you're re- rewiring your program, uh, rewiring your mind, you'll realize that if you come across the same obstacle next time, you will handle it a lot better. You'll know how to approach it because now your mind is reprogrammed to handle it in a totally different way. So the fear of last time considered a challenge of this time or even a, uh, how, how, what is the right word I'd put in? Yeah, um, uh, not exactly pleasure, not exactly an obstacle and think, oh, I'm going to get a kick out of this. And you can, there'll, there'll come a time where you laugh at it. Exactly. And say, so it's, it's, it's again, uh, channeling your thought process. What, what 
seem like a, you learn the hard way may not be so hard next time you you face a similar similar right. uh, situation in life or something related to it. You know, it's 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 you know. I mean, I'm I've always been interested in philosophy, but I always try to bring it into reality. You know, in a sense of like, you know, it's it's really a common sense. It's really is a lot simpler than it is. And my motto has been for years: simplify, don't amplify. Because the more we simplify things, the easier for us to manage it. The more we amplify it, the bigger it looks. I remember a story, and I I don't know what I I it was a. I couldn't remember exactly where I, where I got the story, but this is an actual real story. So this was about a kid who ran away, and it was a, it was a young kid. And uh, um, he had some difficulty, you know, in his school, and he was being bullied, and he was doing this and this and that. So the mother got a call from the, the, it, the superintendent telling her to come to the school because her kid had locked, her, locked himself in a, in a bathroom, on a stall and would not come out. So they, they needed the parent to come and, and to try to talk that kid to come out and, 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 you know, go back to the class. So the mother goes to the school and she went to the, to the bathroom and she's sitting, standing outside talking to her son and she's like, okay, honey, what's going on? What is this like? He's like, mom, I just can't handle it. I just can't handle it. She's like, what is it? What is it? What's the matter? She said, he said, life seems so big that I cannot manage it. So she told him, she gave him an example when she said, focus on that one thing. So she, she, she bring back something from, from, his, from his life. You know, it's like, remember the trip that we did and how we got there and all these things. He's like, yes, 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 mom. He said, what if you can only see that one, the first thing that you did when you actually accomplished, like, I, I can't remember exactly the, the detail of the story, but it was something that he, he didn't try, he didn't do before, and he tried and he succeeded with it. So she told him, she said, just imagine what happened the first time you learned how to swim, for instance. And, and, and what did you do first? He's like, well, I put this on. And, and what did you, after you put your, your, your safety, you know, goggles on or whatever? Uh, I did that. He said, she told him, she's like, what if you can take this life as in pieces and try to take them one piece at a time. Do you think life will be manageable for you then? Would it still be big? He said, no. She said, why don't you do that then? So, I mean, the, the moral of this story, and it's really not exactly as it was. I was trying to, to change it a little bit because I can't remember the whole thing. But it was it, basically what it is, the more you simplify, the more you kind of like, you know, take it into small pieces, doable small pieces, or we call them steps in life, right? And you take That's that one right. step further forward, and you take another step forward, you feel life becomes smaller, and you become larger than life. Does that make any sense? So instead of life swallowing you, and life becomes so big, and you let that little fish in the, in, in the, in the pond, you become the pond itself. Uh, I think I can um, summarize it in one concept, the concept of Lego. You look at these kids who are given these blocks that are just, you know, they open the box, they throw all the blocks on the ground, and they don't know what to build out of it. But they start with one block at a time. And with their creativity, hard work, dedication, perseverance, of course, the the blocks fall, stumbling happens. You realize that kids have become so creative and so involved in it that they end up creating amazing, amazing things out of those blocks. I know. just small blocks to begin with. 
and so they didn't they didn't build that whatever uh, exciting thing out of you know nowhere they started with one block at a time so that's exactly. that's mental conditioning that's mental conditioning if you keep that keep is that you you'll fall you have to get up again you stumble you have to get up again you'll have detours you have to get back on the track you're off street you get back on the track but persistence and patience will keep you right on the channel and you keep doing that again and again and again till your mind is programmed and you will realize that you're enjoying your journey no matter what that's absolutely well well said so we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to talk about how you pulled your resources together to actually balance the music in your life and to create the masterpiece called the life the journey that you're living right now and and we want to talk a little bit about your teenage you know, because you have a teenage daughter, because I see this as a, as a problem for a lot of the, the kids these days. Um, you know, I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but the, the fact that our a lot of our kids are really struggling these days because of our society and how, you know, imposed so much on them and, and the information is available out there and what they're doing with that information. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will dig right into this more and more and see how we can uh, inspire you to really make some different choices that are hopefully would change your life for the better, make the journey a lot sweeter. So please stay tuned. Dr. David Kenneth Waldman founded To Love Children. When I met Dr. David Kenneth Waldman in my office, uh, when I was the minister in charge of gender, and he came to sell me this idea, his vision of, of uh, the girl-child education, I embraced it because I thought this is the way we would be able to empower our young girls. Please go to tolovechildren.org and donate. Thank you for helping me to take my passion and turn it into action. We can all take part. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Riel. It's is an amazing um, organization that I am a board member of tolovechildren.org. And uh, we try in this organization is to try to provide equal opportunity for education, um, especially for the child, uh, for the girl child in a developing country, and give them the resources, you know, uh, so they can excel and do really well. So it's it's always been an honor for me to be part of this organization, and I really encourage you to go ahead and go and check out the work of Dr. Kenneth Waldman and um, make a difference because we can, we all can. So today I am um, beyond myself. I have my first guest who came on my show five years ago, Dr. Shamim Sadiq, who is a great friend of mine. She is a physician by profession, a mother, a sister, and of course a great friend, like I said, a seeker of true purpose of life. She continues to work on balance of life by giving her profession her best, her journey in life its best. And when she's beyond closed door with her family, with her daughter, love, compassion, forgiveness is her motto. And she is here helping us celebrate our five years and talking about great things and inspiring you to really position yourself, your life for success. Welcome back, Shamim. How are you, my friend? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. My pleasure being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. 
on your You know show. what I always find out? When I talk to you, I love, you know, of course, I mean, I think it's, 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 it's the power of the mind, right? We always attract like-minded people who think the same or they think, you know, similarly or they challenge your thinking. I love that because this is how the conversation had begun, and it is a conversation between good friends. And, and uh, before the break, we're talking about life and what happens when life gives you lemon. And it is a journey, not a destination, and how when you pull your resources, when you, when you take that first step, and when you realize after that first step, you can take another step forward. And you're just going to keep moving forward because the bottom line is we all are moving. Everything is moving. So the question is, what's your choices? Do you like to move forward or do you want to move backwards? So it really is. It's up to you. I mean, I know life is, is can throw a lot of things at us, and we call them roadblocks or obstacles or whatever it is that we, you know, we can put a label on them. But the bottom line is, life is a lot sweeter than we always give it a credit to, right, Timmy? Because, I mean, we always like, you know, oh, my God, it's so tough and it's so hard and so so many things. And, and he, Dr. Sadiq and myself, and, and, you know, I mean, she has gone through some, some difficulty in her life, and she has learned, you know, some difficult ways, and I have myself too. And we're not saying that everything is always sweet. But the things that the beauty about life, like we talked about, and this is what we're going to get into this a little bit more in detail, life gives you a lot of ingredients. So you can make something awesome out of it. But when we put the wrong ingredients together, we come up, the result obviously is not going to be that great. But when we combine and balance and taste and, and make sure that we involve in the process itself, we can create a masterpiece called life. What do you think about that? <laughs> you put it, you summarized it so well, you read my thoughts. I think, you know, um, that's why I'm talking. I said I love speaking with you because you and I we just like I can go forever talking with you about anything right. about life. Finish my thoughts. So you're right. <laughs> life is, uh, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. But again, making a lemonade is a process. There are a lot of things that go into it. It it starts off bitter. I mean, it, it's that, uh, and that's that's that that can be part of your journey if you have some obstacles. And you think, oh, you're going to make lemonade out of it? Guess what? It's not going to be a sweet lemonade. So in that process of making a lemonade, you have to go through the painful bitterness. That is, it's okay. It's it's uh, it's bitter. What do how do I do to what do I do to make it sweet? Okay, you have to take the bitterness away. And for bitterness to take away, you have to detach some negativity out of it. You have to cleanse it. You have to let go of some of the things that are making it bitter. And then you have to add sweeteners. You have to add sugar. In my case, I would add a sweetener because I try to avoid sugar. But uh, uh, the sweetener metaphorically means you need to enable good things and add to it. The ingredients that are added are um, the negativity is let go of and the positive appreciating what you have rather than what you lost. Um, Looking around and enjoying nature, enjoying the beauty of life, um, looking around and seeing what a beautiful family and friendly friend support you are. And all these gr- ingredients, when you add in your lemonade, even though it started off with bitter where you felt like, no, I can't do it, you added all these ingredients, and now you look back at it, and it's like the best lemonade you've ever had. And you love drinking it because now you're drinking it without the clutter, 
got with all the positive things that are going on in your life that you've added, you've let go of the negative uh, ingredients and it tastes, you, you suddenly realize this is a very good lemonade and I'm loving every bit of it. And that's what I should have done all along. But better late than never. I mean, we all have our journeys. We all have our obstacles. We all choose the way we can uh, make our lifestyle better. But uh, nobody should have regrets saying that, oh, I made it bitter and I don't know how to get out. Right, or take the blame for yourself, right? Yes, there's always ingredients out there that you need to add. But be aware that there are certain ingredients that you have to extract before you add the good ingredients. So what, what, is, it, what is a good chef does, right? So, I'm, I mean, I use this because I, 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 you know, see, I love to cook. I love good food. I love good taste. I, I, I really am involved in my cooking. But what they tell you about a good chef, good chef always tastes their food. Why are they cooking it, right? Why are they making it? And, and, and one thing about that, if we keep checking to see how things are working in our life, that's almost like you tasting your recipe, Right. Oh, do I need to do something? Do I need to add a little bit more salt? Do I need to add more sugar? Do I need to add this? Do I need to add that? So you make it. It might not be perfect, but you make it work for you. You know you can eat it and enjoy it. And if you can imagine life and it's the journey as a recipe that you're creating, right? Wouldn't you want to be involved? I can tell you one thing, Shamim, that is really, it never fails. When I'm not feeling it, when I'm not feeling, I love to cook. I cook for my family all the time. I enjoy it. I don't do it just because I have to. I do it because I enjoy it. I got involved in my cooking. I really do. Like, oh, and I come up with some ideas. Oh, I can mix this with this, and this going to come up like this, and all of, stuff, all of a sudden you come up with this great um, dish. But what I notice about myself when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling not you know, like not myself, and like I said, I'm a human just like anybody else, and you go, like you said, the loud music, the low music, the no music, you know, like things can go up and down, and your emotion can go up and down, but your emotion involved also with your mind, right, what you're thinking, how you, you know, you're you're feeling, it's what is going on in your life at that time. When I'm not feeling it, when I'm not feeling the recipe, I'm not feeling the, 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 the love, I, I always say, like, I put on Instagram, hashtag made with love, you know, whatever. It truly is. But when I'm not feeling it, it does not come out good. And I put it to the practice time and time and time of, again. And the reason being because I was just not there. So maybe sometime we need to pause. Maybe we're not saying stop because you cannot stop. You're going to keep have to move it. But what I'm saying here, maybe sometime we need to put the pause button on. Or in that matter, if we want to reference to making a recipe that is tasteful, maybe you need to just stop and think. It's like, okay, maybe I'm not ready to make this right now. Maybe I need to make something else now to make it better. Maybe I need to change something. Maybe I need to think differently. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And just to say to myself, you know what, I need to give myself a break. Today, I'm already out. Today, I'm not cooking because I don't feel like it. So sometime in life, when you're not feeling that motivation and that go-getter and taking that step forward, maybe what you need to do instead of going backward, maybe you need to examine what you have been doing so far. That's where the pause comes in. Maybe you have to realize it's like, okay, why did this didn't work? Hmm, what was the missing ingredient? 
You and I off the air, we talked about how to make the perfect lemonade. How to make the sweetest drink or the sweetest life. Would you would you like to share that on the air and tell me the ingredients that you listed for me that we oh, shared okay. yesterday? Mm-hmm. Sure. The ingredients are, <laughs> the biggest ingredient is letting go, detachment, letting go of negativity, letting go of your past uh, obstacles, wearing you down, emotional baggage, physical baggage. Uh, when you When you shed all that, then you add some love in it you add some compassion in it, you add some support of family and friends in it, you add some sweetness with all the blessings that you have in your life. And, of course, over a period of time, you learn uh, not to add the same ingredients again. So those ingredients that were making your lemonade uh, nasty or tasty, you just you, you let go of that ingredient for life. And uh, if, you, if you keep doing it, you keep practicing it, you will you will make a good lemonade that will taste we'll really it. good. You will perfect it, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, and and you know what? That's what I always say. Like we said, the 21 days, right? It takes 21 days to reprogram or recreate or create a new habit or new way of thinking or new, you know, choices that we can take. But you added also one main ingredient, which is adding the blessings. Be grateful because, I mean, a lot of time I think – Life becomes sweeter when we really appreciate the things that we already have in place. I mean, you know, it, it it's it's so amazing that we just, you know, the simplest things in life we really take for granted. Um, I know I said we wanted to touch a little bit on, on, on our kids and stuff like that because, you know, I see kids sometimes because they really have not, you know, appreciate things because it was always given to them, right? Uh, it was always handled to them. And then when they when they face something – they just don't know how to deal with it. And then now we, we hear more of kids having, you know, uh, um, eating disorder, kids having, um, especially girls, right, um, uh, other, like, you know, depression, um, anxiety, um, social disorder, meaning, like, they don't know how to communicate with each other because we live in, 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 a, in, a, in an age of technology where everybody is communicating through texting and, and, and emailing. Not, they don't even email, only texting or any other way, form of social media communication, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, whatever. But they don't have the basic foundation of building relationships with each other, which is to really connect really cannot beside just hide before, you know, behind like these, you know, gadget technology, whatever. Do you see that as a problem? Because I know you told me you have a teenager girl, daughter, and, and you always teach her because I can imagine how, oh, my God, she has to be the most amazing kids out there. And, and you know, I'm sure we're all proud of our kids, and I'm sure they're all great kids. I mean, honestly, I think every kid, every child is great. I think, you know, how we help them to be greater, you know, as a parent, because that's our role. They don't come for us. They come through us. That's what Dr. Wayne Dyer, God bless his soul, said. Kids come for us. I mean, come through us, not for us. So why do we treat them, you know, any different, right? So we're there to guide them, to kind of give them the choices that are available for them, and she let them make their own choices. How do you, how do you handle your daughter? What's some of the things that you think – are great tips to share, you know, with a with a parent um, out there, you know, 
especially a single parent. I mean, you are a single single parent. So tell us what, what some of the things that you can. Uh, well, Ria, again, like I said, everything is a journey. I mean, I'm going through a different phase of my life with my daughter being a single mom. It's not easy, but being a, being the child with only one parent around you, it's not easy for the child also. So what I have noticed in my child is she is a lot more wiser and mature than kids her age and not to put anybody else down because I think she has she is making some good choices in her life. She is, uh, she is uh, choosing to numb her pain where situations demand that, you know, uh, to deal with it. And uh, she, she, she prioritizes what is more important. But, of course, at the same time, you know, she has to grow at her own pace. She's a teenager. She's evolving into a different age. So as a parent, my job and responsibility is not to just treat her as a child. I have to start uh, respecting her new phase of life. I have to give her a little space, although she's still in my leash. Uh, but, you know, let her explore this new journey. But knowing that her mother is around to support her, uh, that gives her more confidence, that gives her more space, that gives her more encouragement to come right back at me whenever she wants anything, whenever she needs any kind of help. Of course, I constantly have to monitor some of the uh, some of the activities too, based on the social media. Uh, no matter how good your child is, the external influences can sometimes uh, you know detour them. But thank God, I can say that you know, um, along with my journey, I'm trying to work on her journey too, and she is very receptive about it. Uh, so we have this um, habit of every day while I take her to uh, school in the car, I have to make sure she counts at least 10 blessings every day. And the reason being, like, again, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's about programming your mind. So after 21 days, uh, she knows uh, there's, there's a lot of good things in life. She has a lot to be grateful for, and she can build on that as a momentum to go forward in life. And uh, so every single day we make this habit of, you know, counting your blessings and different ones every day so, so that she knows. You know, there are a lot of good things that are going on in her life, and she can cash on them when she feels low and then um, um, bounce, bounce back faster. So, so this is, and at the same time, trust me, I'm enjoying my journey with her because now not only is she my teenage daughter, she is, she's my friend now. I mean, she, she knows a lot about me. She confides in me. She, she gives me opinions. She gives me fashion sense. Aww. And sometimes doesn't agree with my fashion sense or things of that nature. She thinks sometimes she'll tell me, Mom, that's old-fashioned, but it's okay because, you know, now I see, see her more as my friend than, uh, than my daughter. Of course, she's my daughter. I still have to protect her. I still have to watch out for her, but that transition is beautiful. And, of course, mm-hmm. I can only hope and pray that her transitions in life get smoother and more solid and, um, you know, she does great in life. But you know, but, okay. but the thing is, you mentioned before, you gotta let go at some point, right? You you That's have right. to, you know. I mean, you 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 almost set the stage for her. She has everything that she needs to move forward in her own journey. Um, but you gotta let go. I mean, a lot of the parents have a hard time letting go. Um, it is emotional separation. I think you know the the, the parents always feel like they they want to be needed. You know. Um, even my mom, you know, at her age, you know, because she, she helped my sister who is a single, 
single mom with four kids, you know, with her kids. Now that she's not with them, she feels like she's she got a, like a huge gap in her life because she felt like she would need it. She was needed and she needed somebody to, you know what I mean? Like it, it to validate that her existence. But the thing is, like I said before, what Dr. Wayne Dyer had said in the past, he said that kids come through us, not for us. And it is our our, our duty as a, uh, this is, I'm saying that now, it is our duty as, as a parent, parents or parents, whether you're a single parent or you have two parents, is, is to really, you know, uh, uh, provide the, 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 the tools, provide everything that they need, you know, so they can make the right, right choices. Of course, you need to monitor them. You need to make sure, especially if they're underage and everything, you just, just don't let them go. You know, you have to keep an eye on them, like you said, have them uh, in a leash. But it's not like more, I, you know, my son laughs at me when I told him I actually did have a leash for him. <laughs> <laughs> when he was a little kid, he was as hard as leash. He's like, I can't believe you did that to me. And I'm like, I said, because you used to run away from me. <laughs> but in a sense, we love to have some fun here on the show. But but the, the, the point is what we're trying to make here, that, you know, you, you have to, like, let ease and, you know, and then be protected. You're not, not protected, but just, like, kind of, like, keep an eye. It's like you keep an eye on on the whole big things, but making sure it's within your reach. So if they do need your help, you can offer them that help. If they if if they making wrong choices, maybe you need to just direct them. Hey, there's other choices. Did you forget about that one? This is available for you as well. Instead of you know, because I mean, I I know I as a teenager came in here to this country the first time around. I was a tough cookie. You know, I remember my parents were like having a hard time with me because I had. So much transition in my life, right? Coming to different culture, different language, different everything. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I did kind of give them the run for their money, I guess. I remember that. My mom, she says, you were very difficult, you know, as a teenager. But now that I am a mother... And uh, so, I mean, I look at it differently, right? So I'm, 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 I'm glad I'm in the place where I am right now. I know you are, you know, also grateful for the place where you are right now. And I'm sure your daughter has a great future ahead of her. So to wrap it up, let's just summarize some of the things. Maybe you want to try to share a few things um, to kind of take us off the air. But before, I, before you do that, um, uh, Dr. Sadiq, I'd like to mention that uh, the book, which is uh, full of pictures and there's uh, um, poems and stuff like that, um, uh, the book called Background Music, Sometimes High, Sometimes Low, and Sometimes Just Perfect. It is available on Amazon, and uh, you can go to Amazon and grab your copy there. So, Dr. Shamim, tell me, my friend, any a few words of wisdom or, you know, I mean, you, 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 uh, you walk the walk and you talk the talk and, and you someone, I believe we, we, um, we respect your, your feedback and your tips. So could you please share with us just a wrap up uh, tips on how to position ourselves, our life for success this year? Sure, Ria. If you have a few more minutes, I'm going to wrap it up with a poem that I wrote titled Enlightenment. And it, it all boils down to what our purpose in life is. And, of course, we all want to be enlightened with what the true meaning of life is. So please bear with me. It might be a little long, but I'll try to summarize it. Do you want, the, me, take some uh, bre- do you want me to take a break and come back? Uh, no, that's okay. It shouldn't take okay. that long, if, unless you want to take a break. Let's, get, let's play some music when you're ready. Just uh, let me know. Okay. You can start talking right. as soon as um, you get ready. Okay. Sounds good. 
Sounds Thank you. good. Ready, my friend? I am. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, so to sum it up, um, it's all about achieving enlightenment. So about a couple of years ago, I wrote this poem. So, um, the the title is Enlightenment. So, this is how it goes. What is entitlement? Enlightenment, <laughs> not entitlement. Sorry. What is enlightenment? Why don't I understand it? Why don't I get it? Why am I not getting the answers? Why do I feel stuck between survival and detachment cases? Why? 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 I need answers. I want answers. I want to feel at peace. Understand the ultimate mystery and purpose of life. Just when I was asking God these questions again and again, a ray of bright light came my way, almost blinding me with strong light from above. I had to close my eyes, my mouth stuck open in awe, my ears all up vertically concentrating on the ultimate voice, calming myself. I realized I had to numb my physical senses to understand the ultimate message. My mind was relaxed, not concentrating on asking questions again and again, but was silently awaiting the message. Suddenly I was cleared of all the clutter, felt a sudden peace, drifted off to sleep, only to see an angel sitting beside me in my dream asking me, Why do you create so much clutter in your mind when you need to be quiet? Why do you make so much noise when that eternal voice is trying to reach you? Why do you offer resistance when positive energy is trying to merge with you? Why do you detour your journey by asking shallow questions? Calm down. Let go of that clutter. Replace it with the voice of God. It comes to you in all different forms. Wake up and smell the roses. That is the miracle of God. See the rainbow at the end of pouring rain. See birds flying in harmony, hunting for their food early morning to eat. See humans trying to run in all directions, feeding their family. Be a silent bystander. Don't create a clutter clouding your mind, sending you in a vicious loop. Learn to detach when possible. Learn to let go when possible. Try to find meaning in little obvious things around you. What seems trivial to you may have a bigger message. Don't look for answers you're looking for, but feel and see the answers universe is trying to align with you. 
go with the flow to let energy pass through you instead of resisting it. Practice, practice, practice. I woke up with a light heart and a clear mind. Went outside my garden to smell the roses. Oh, what a beautiful start. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I actually closed my eyes. I can feel I get a little chill in, in that. Oh, that was really beautiful. Thank you so much. Is that in the book? The poem? Yes, it's in the it's in the book. It's in the that book. is so awesome. Oh, my friend, thank you so much for being my first guest and for being here today, five years later, for 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 your true light and, and, and spirit. Thank you for being the person you are. I really do appreciate you, appreciate your your presence in this in this journey and, and for us to be crossing paths. I'm I'm so grateful for that. My pleasure, Ria. And I, I want to congratulate you once again for doing such a commendable job. You know, it's Thank like, you. like I said, it's easier to start a journey, but to keep it going, to keep the momentum going is where it takes the effort. So keep doing what you're doing. You're doing an awesome job, and I'm very proud of you too. Thank you so much. You know what they say? There's a, there's a quote that says, you know the difference between flower and weed? It's judgment. So, you know, That's it right. is spring time and yeah, honestly, I think, you know, we can we can choose to see see things as, as a flower. We can see it we can see it as a as a as weed. It really it's all about our perception and how we judge it, right? So if we can change that perception and we can realize, you know, without the weed there will be no flowers either. You know, so life could be sweet. It really all up to you to put the right ingredient together to make that journey as sweet as you want it to be. And I'm going to close with just one more thing. Remember, you are in the driver's seat. You are in control. You can steer your vehicle that calls life in the direction that you choose of your choice of your choice so you know it's up to you make that right choice for you and don't let anyone else tell you or take over the wheels of the vehicle of your life right what do you think about that absolutely absolutely it just came to my mind right yes exactly so my friends i hope to have you back on again i know well and you and i will be chatting again soon um, but until next time, as always, reach out for the stars and you know for sure you'll be among the star even if you don't get there. Right? I so already feel like a star. I'm a part of Absolutely. the universe. So I have to but be yes. a star. <laughs> I said I, I already feel like a star. Oh well you are a star. And I am a star and we all are stars and you know what? We're floating in the universe. And we are doing our thing. So keep your light shining, my friends. Keep your light shining. Don't dim the light because all you have to do is turn that switch on, right? That's right. Light. That's all you have to do. All right, my friends. Well, take care. Thank, thank you once you. again. Love. Enjoy the take rest care. of the day. Much love. Goodbye. Bye, huh? Just one more thing. It takes collaboration, mutual agreement, and action to make the impossible possible. So go out there and celebrate who you are and join hands and make the impossible possible. Until next time, my friends, make sure you position yourself and your business always 
for success. Be present. Look for insight. Take action. Take a small step. Evaluate what you are doing. And remember where you are so you know where you are heading. Stay amazing. Much love to all.